is good, everyone? This is the Common Critic on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. We're here. We're excited. Uh, just Cody and I again. Dallas is once again excused for the second week in a row. <laughs> First week, his brother got drafted to the Angels. and yep. say, Now it's his birthday, so we're all like, fine, I guess you can use your PTO. <laughs> He's out of it. Imagine that. You know how bosses always get upset for you using PTO that they gave you? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you're taking today off. Well, it's you gave yeah, you gave me the day off. <laughs> right? Oh, it's my birthday. It? Happy birthday, Dallas. Yes, happy happy 25th birthday. Give him a shout-out on our Instagram. Anyways, we are going over the newest Disney Plus series, Loki. Yay. One may argue... I'm clapping. ...the best of the Disney Plus series so far. Disney Plus Marvel, yes. Marvel series. Yeah. Well, what would be the best Disney Plus series so far? Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think I, I had a hard time choosing. I had to go back and look up like my score for The Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, but I think I like Mandalorian. Just what were the scores for better. The Mandalorian? I just remember mine. What was yours? 7.8. And I feel like that's low now that I'm like. That is low. Yeah. I feel like that <laughs> is really low. I mean, even for you, no offense. <laughs> no, that's pretty high for me, actually. I'm, I'm, uh, but I'm something re- like the Mandalorian, yeah, yeah. I would. I'm rarely into the eights and nines. Rarely, yes, yes, you are. Impossible to get to. Me I think to ten. I I just I hand out tens like nothing. I hand out tens <laughs> like a like a dunk con- NBA dunk contest judge. Apparently, mm. I'm looking at you, Dwayne Wade. But no. <laughs> he gets crap for handing out. Yeah, but that was bad. Oh, man. never forgive him for that. No. But hey, cool. He's the Jazz's owner now. So yeah, yeah. we'll see what he does. Uh, making big moves, anyways. <laughs> Back to Loki. Here's the thing. I'm split because, and and you'll see why uh, soon enough, I'm split between WandaVision and Loki, honestly. Okay. What did you give WandaVision? 8.9. Remember, I felt it was great, but I just, it felt like a 9, but I couldn't give it a 9, so I gave it an 8.9. Okay. It's always my cheap, if you ever see a .9, that's usually my cheap way of getting out of things, of getting out of Dodge. Okay. (laughs) Did you you get Black Widow last week at 9? And I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Watch Black Widow again. I'm going to stick with that score. Absolutely. All right, all right. But uh, let's get to the scores. Right? Do you you want to get to it? I would. Yeah. So we'll say Dallas is because <laughs> Dallas always goes first even when he's <laughs> not here. Dallas, he texted it and he gives it an 8.5. Okay. And in his words, he says, so worth it. So worth it. Mm-hmm. I, had, uh, I had my wife just text me your scores for the Mandalorian. You give it a 10. That sounds about right. Dallas yeah. gave it a 7.5. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with the 10. Shout out to my wife for <laughs> texting that over real fast. Our, yeah. And you know what? Our most consistent listener <laughs> as well. <laughs> number one fan. <laughs> All right. Number one fan. I'm going to. Well, so I think it's just a little bit less than Mandalorian for me. But just still, a touch? Just a touch. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go 7.6. Okay. For Loki. Okay. Which is a really good score for me. That is a really good score for you. Now, but here's the question, though. <laughs> you feel like your 7.8 for The Mandalorian is low, though, now. I know. It, it changed. I told you. I, I, mine's very fluid. I don't, I don't go with the score, and I'm like, that's it for eternity. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's why I think I actually rated Wonder Woman 1984 too high. Yes, you, you did. gave it a you, four, and I think that's to, way too high. You need to go lower. I it's like I, a two now, honestly. <laughs> I think I need to go lower. I think, yeah. yeah. You gave it a three. Yeah. I feel like I would go lower. No, yeah, I would go lower for, for sure. I can't believe I went that high. I look back at that, and I'm like, ah, oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> 
Anyway, so what I'm going to give Loki, and I tell you why I'm so torn between Loki and WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Actually, hold on. <laughs> During the Falcon and Winter Soldier podcast, I said if Loki is anything less than a nine, I'll be sorely disappointed. Mm. I did say that. You did. And I'm going to give it an 8.9, just no. like WandaVision. No. Yes. I might be able to. Can I change your it mind? It is worth it, though. Yes, you can change. And please change my mind. Okay. 8.3 for all of us. 8.3 over. And I think that's absolutely fair. Yeah, worth it across the board. Worth it across the board. Look, <laughs> I want this to be a 9, but I just... What, what's keeping it from being a 9? I, I don't know. If I had to guess, I thought you were going to give this a 10. No. If you are going to give Black Widow a 9, I was like, there's no way... He's not going to give Loki a 10. Here's the thing, and I'm trying to... So that, I am very surprised that... I think a lot of people will. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I often try to get into the right mindset with movies in. Like we were talking about before the show, Space Jam. I am on record mm. going into Space Jam with an open mind and giving them benefit of the doubt, and I had a very high score. I did too. I try, yeah, <laughs> I try not to let things... Especially outside things get into my the way of enjoying the movie. Which I do, too. I try. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we give an honest effort, which yeah. is probably why at the time I liked... When I first saw Captain Marvel, I actually thought it was a really good movie. And then some things snuck in and really makes me loathe <laughs> that movie even more. Just pretty Larson. My expectations for the series were just through the roof with the trailer. And I tried to hold them, but there's just... It didn't meet your expectations. And I don't know why. I have no answer. That surprises me. I, I don't think I really have any serious complaints about the series. So why the... I know it's like 8.9, like it's lower or anything, but... So I why? know people are devastated that I'm giving it an 8.9. <laughs> but I don't know why. Yeah. Can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. That's, so this is why I need you. I that's need interesting. You, I need you to work it out for me. Was it episode three? Because that was the worst episode for me. No, you said that was the worst episode. That's actually... I like that episode. You did. What do I say is the name of the game all the time? Yeah, character development. And no bigger character development than episode three. Yeah. Maybe I just enjoyed Owen Wilson so much. And and Tom Middleton's... I've thought that. I think that's why it's an 8.9 rather than a 9. Because I didn't get... Enough of the Owen Wilson, Tom Hiddleston. You do enough of it. I think there should have been way more. Too much Sylvia? Is that right? Am I saying that right? Sylvia. Sylvie. Sylvie. Sorry. Maybe. And that's not a knock on Sylvie. Really like Sylvie. Oh, she did great, I thought. Great character, right? Yeah. Very excited to see where she goes. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should have had more. Because he was like... Morbius, right? Hardly. Mobius. Mobius. See, I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing good today. Not the Matrix, yeah. <laughs> Mobius. It's close to me. He was like hardly in the season finale, right? Except for like the very end, maybe? Kinda, yeah. He was kind of in it. Like the first, was it first four episodes, he was really in it. Mm-hmm. But then he was in the void a little bit. Yeah. So, I But guess, those first two episodes. Yeah, it was all. Oh my gosh. It was almost like a buddy cop. Exactly. So I enjoyed that. And maybe that's why I enjoyed it, because I always like buddy cop movies. So Me too. But, and I just missed Owen Wilson, I think. I think he's a breath of fresh air. Exactly. what I, He's very refreshing to the MCU right now. Okay, so can we break it down by episode? Can you do that? Do yeah. Do you remember enough? Yeah, no, I can remember. So Look, like episode one, would that be a 10 out of 10 for you? The first two episodes are 10 10s. out of 10. Okay. Right. And especially like the whole... Well, the first two are... 
And the third one would be because you just third said. one is slightly less, and okay. and just the reason for that, it goes a little slow. Like I can admit it, it goes slow. The whole train yeah. thing, and just like, come on, let's pick it up. Yeah, already such an exciting ending to season two, and then just yeah. hard on the brakes. I still like episode three though, but I, I want to say. Well, actually, it probably is the worst episode, but they're all really up there. I mean, I'm saying, like, it's not like the worst episode where I'm saying, this is, like, by far the worst. I'm saying, these no. are all great, but if I had to rank them. Yeah, yeah, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's how I kind of went to went about it. But this first episode, right? Okay, so now we know what happens to Loki yeah. after Endgame, right? And that's his nexus Isn't that of it. funny? Hilarious. Because you're like, where did he go? And then you start thinking of all these possibilities where he's at. He's just he's, Mongolia. <laughs> he ends up in a desert, and then he gets trapped by the TVA. Let's talk about the TVA. So sad. Love the TVA. I'm a sucker for the futuristic yet 1950s aesthetic type. Yeah. Oh, I love it. when It was good. When shows and movies like the do retro that. Tre- retro tech and everything like oh, that. Oh, I am so yeah. all about that retro stuff. It was good. I enjoyed it. And I love the just being thrown right into it. Yeah. No time to breathe for no. Loki, right? Just going through everything, trying to I figure think it that's out. good because then you start feeling what he's kind of probably feeling. And I think, no, that's exactly exactly right. I think that's what they were playing at. They, you know, the, the showmakers want us to be just as confused as Loki is. Yeah. Sorry, I was no, no, you're Brian. good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was obviously for the first two episodes. It's not confused. It's just more of trying to figure out what's going on, right? And I think it's a good confused. It's not confused. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a good mystery. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that mystery was. I don't know. I don't know. That episode three. It didn't feel like very mysterious to me. But that's another theory on why I think it's the eight point nine. Right, but there is like a you're ton contradicting of, yourself. Man. I, I, here's the thing: we're gonna, this is going to be as much as a roller coaster of an episode yeah. as Loki was as a show. But we're going to get more into it okay. after the break here. So you know, you got to stick with us to figure figure out the mystery of why Brandon scores. Right yes, <laughs> a lot of questions. I love the show. Anyways, hey, stick with us. This is the Common Critic on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Plus's newest, or the MCU's newest show on Disney Plus, Loki. But. Now we're solving several mysteries. Mm. One, the mystery of the show, and the mystery of why Brandon's score is not as high as everyone should expect it to be. I think it should be higher. I'm, I'm not. I don't know how you feel about me when I, when I rate stuff. You're kind of like, uh, you kind of feel like a little disappointment in your heart. You gave it what a seven point five? Seven point eight. Seven point seven. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! We, well, that's okay because as we say, as we say, scores aren't solidified until the end of the end of the show. But seven point six. Seven point six. 7. 6 there yeah. we go. So we danced around all the numbers except for the actual score. Yeah. Uh, okay. So why is it your score higher? <laughs> that's a great score for me. That's so. Why is it not higher? Mm-hmm. Episode three. 
for okay, sure. Okay, yeah. That was a that was a letdown for me. I was because episode one and two were such they were yes. good for me. They were like eights for mm-hmm. me, which is really good because it's really hard for me to give anything to ten. Mm-hmm. So, but episode three really brought it down for me. Uh, I was like at five. Why is that? Because it's slow or just slow? Yeah, I didn't because I re- like I said I really enjoyed the Owen Wilson. And Tom Hiddleston banter back and forth. So Get I that man on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I felt like it was pretty much of a. It was just a letdown for me, and I was just like, oh, and it was slow and it dragged. And I understand it was the part of the development of the story, but I feel like you can intermix, you can meal that with other stuff too. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it just has to be a full episode of just that. So, but episode four really. Cranked it back up again. Ending of episode four is top tier. Oh, yeah, really, yeah. really fantastic. So I guess I, I guess that's where it kind of comes down to. I think every episode for me is pretty much an eight out of ten. Besides episode three, which is a five out of ten. Yeah. So okay. if oh, you really hold on, hold on. Whip, wanna, whip you, out your calculator, you want to figure out your actual <laughs> score. Right. There's six episodes. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh boy. So you gave J- five J- of them an eight. So five times eight. <laughs> Jamie, can you get the high? Yeah, yeah. Okay, plus five divided by six. 7.5. No way. <laughs> no. And you gave it a 7.6, yeah. so you're being generous somewhere. I am being generous, yes. See? Dang it, I thought for sure. Should we, do, should we go through yours? Because I think that you're, might, you're not being fair. I think that might raise your score. It might. But it, it might raise the score in what I say, but it won't shake the feeling. Hmm. That's the feel. What's the feeling? I, I don't understand. It just doesn't feel like a nine. Okay. Right. And that's I, high. Look, I know it's hard, I, it's hard for me to argue it because I'm a 7.6. But for you, I feel like it should be higher. No. It should, and look, I'm the guy who hands out the higher scores all the time. It doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot for me to right, right. be entertained by anything. Right. So, yeah. Why this isn't a nine. So you, at least with like WandaVision, I had a reason. Like, it, WandaVision was a 10 up until the last episode and the whole Ralph thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't even get me started on that. See, I really enjoyed WandaVision. But I think I enjoyed Loki more than WandaVision. But I think because of the possibilities, I don't, I don't know how fast you want to get into the end. I don't think I want to get yeah, there. Okay, yet. okay, okay. That's what I'm trying to avoid. But look, like. <laughs> Loki was set up as this mysterious what's going on. Yeah. Did you like Loki? Maybe that's it. Do you like Loki's character arc? Oh, fantastic. Okay. Because I've, I've heard some people don't like that. Which is stupid. They're just ignorant. Everyone's yeah. all like, Loki would never just ditch his glorious purpose for a girl. I'm like, okay, clearly you weren't paying attention. attention. Yeah, because he's not. It's for him. Because, <laughs> yeah, let me. It is, it is the version of him. as a female version yeah. of Loki. So let, let, let's battle that argument, right? Because I think okay. on my, my side, I read, because I read, like, social media comments all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. People were saying, oh, this is 2012 Loki. This is not post Ragnarok Loki. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I disagree. Okay. What's. I think it is neither, right? Obviously, starts as 2012 mm-hmm. Loki, sees I... the events of Ragnarok, but paves his own way, right. right? Now, imagine being 2012 Loki, and Mobius is just there saying, You don't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is how it goes. Your mom dies, it's your fault. Yeah. 
you die, your planet gets blown up, like all this stuff. And he has that really great, which is why episode one is so fantastic, that great emotional, yeah. powerful scene. Yeah. I think that changes him enough. Yes, that's so good. Hiddleston. Hiddleston rocks. Out of the park. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. So look, and, the, and then we see throughout the rest of it, right? He finds a connection, that nexus event in episode mm-hmm. Three, right, with Sylvie, someone who finally truly understands him, yeah. right? Who, he, she is him, yeah. right? That was kind of confusing to me. How did they come, become a Nexus event in uh, Apocalypse? I think that's going to be explored in season two. Okay. Because Mobius kept saying whatever the connection was between you two is what right. caused Hence it. Hence the reason why he who remains... Probably wants them in charge, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, not, not to get too far ahead of it. No, no, but that's now is it going to be some sort of fifth element type of the fifth element is love, right? Yeah. You know, that's what, you yeah. know, the secret nexus, the secret to the timeline is loving each other. You know, yeah. I doubt it's going to be that garbage, but yeah. Well, going back to what we were just talking about, though, yeah. I think, I think the, uh, I think the story arc happens um, regardless. Okay. Even though, so in this timeline or the Ragnarok timeline, Loki becomes this different, more loving person. I think it was always there. I think it was deep inside of him, right? But I think he yep. eventually, it just bubbles over his love for his dad, for Thor, for his mother. And finally, he just comes out no mm-hmm. matter what timeline he is in. I think it eventually comes out. This Loki, at least. This not Loki. the variant. Not the, the variants. Which or the variants, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which was a great episode. So. Yeah, that's one of the... But, I mean, there's only six, so, I mean, you could only say, you know, <laughs> one of the best. Is, but so. that, this Loki, mm-hmm. same, the same Loki in this timeline and in the Thor Ragnarok timeline, I think they had both had the same character arc where they start to feel, I guess, or not deny their love, I guess, is what they're mostly doing, is not denying that they actually care and love people besides just Loki. I agree because I think what makes Loki such a, an attractive villain, right, doing air quotes villain, mm-hmm. is he's not a villain. He's pretending. He's yeah. lying to himself, right? Yeah. He seeks that power and glorious purpose. He said so in episode one, you know, the reason why he hurts people and whatnot. He's been lying to himself. Yeah. So people who say that, you know, the 2012 Loki would never be this would never take these actions and save Sylvie and stop his glorious purpose. I disagree with. I, I disagree. think this has always been Loki, and I think no matter what, like you said, what timeline, this Loki will always end up at. Yeah. No, no matter what path he takes, he's always going to end up at that yeah. point. Yeah, I agree. So, and I think they did a fantastic job yeah. of showing that in the series. But these other variants of Loki's, I could, I could see the other, the the other hand too, the other side of it too, because they're they're so consumed by their glory's purpose that they even betrayed each other in the void. So, which when we're I, we're, yeah. we're wrapping up on the break a little bit. I mean, we still have enough time to, to get into some other stuff. But that is such a jam packed episode. I I feel like. Four, five, and six will be the next half, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm almost wondering if the second half of the show is even enough time to deconstruct everything. And it's four, not. five, and six. We'll no. try. We'll try to unpack it. But I have so many questions. I have a lot of theories too on like what the TVA yes. is. A lot yeah. of people think it's the quantum realm where Scott Lang, Ant-Man, was stuck in. I heard that too. Right, because you see the citizens. Uh, you see the. 
yeah. uh, cities and stuff in yeah. the quantum realm. Yeah. Time moves differently. Yeah. Can't use magic in there. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's part of it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't read. I just heard that like through the grapevine. So I don't, mm-hmm. you'll have to explain more of what they're saying online about if it is in the quantum realm. If it is, then all this ties into the next Ant-Man, which is called Quantumania. <laughs> the best way to fit science into well, any movie is to add the word quantum into it. <laughs> all right. That's true. <laughs> so, look, I, I think a few things confirmed before we go on break. One, Quantumania from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Multiverse of Madness from Doctor Strange and then No Way Home. These are all multiverse movies. Hey, stick with us. You're listening to The Common Critic on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. the newest addition to the MCU. Now we have some of the heavier stuff to unpack. (laughs) Correct? Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the timekeepers aren't real. Which I I feel was obvious, maybe. Not for me, I guess. You didn't see that coming? Dude, I I don't try to figure movies out anymore. (laughs) I wasn't trying to figure it out. I just felt suspicious. Because I think there was a lot of foreshadowing. That's that's a good point. I was suspicious of where they came from. Suspicious is a good word for you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's like even Loki was... Ah, those are variants. I never thought that. So, well, they're not even variants; they're just robots, right? They're just, oh, you mean the timekeepers? Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking of the uh, the TVA workers. No, no, okay, yeah, I, that totally caught me off guard. Yeah. No idea, right? Okay, the timekeepers, the okay. three. Okay, yeah, I got you. Did that catch you off guard that they're just no? Yeah, okay. yeah, I kind of felt like they were, I don't know, not human, not not, not human. anything. Yeah, not. I guess robots. Yeah, that didn't catch me off guard. I wasn't like. I was just yeah. kind of like, eh, yeah, that makes sense. Even when they show them, I'm like, I'm not buying that. That's. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way they got through that fast. What I was thinking for the most part, and maybe this still is true, is the one chick, I think Renslayer, or mm-hmm. the, I think they were building the Mobius love. Yeah. The, what am I trying to say here? Love interest. There yes. we go. I think they were trying to build that she was actually in charge. Right. Yeah, that was kind of muddled. Yeah, that was. Especially in, I think, episode... No, five? Five. Five, yeah, yeah. when Sylvie is talking to her, and she's like, oh, I want to figure out who they are just as much as you do, and then she betrays her, and but, you know, Ravona. Miss Minutes... Ravona, is that how you say it? Uh, Let me see. Yeah, I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's Rinslayer or something. Yeah, Ravona Rinslayer. I'm okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to pass her off as... The, the person one, in charge, yeah. The one behind everything. Either that or Miss Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind a of sentient yeah. hologram. Well, she kind of was, right? Because she was at the... 
I don't know. The she's, last part. Is she a recording? Is she alive? A bit of both? Yeah. Well, she's got to be AI of some sort, I would imagine. Well, I imagine she's just, if he who remains, which we're just going to call Kang, because that's yeah. obviously Kang the Conqueror, yeah. right? Yeah. He says he knows everything, right? Then why not just program her to, yeah. you know, if he knows everything, he could just program her to to have a conversation back, Yeah. right? Yeah. So I think that's who Miss Minutes is. Okay. I don't know. I'm, that's a good theory. I like it. But look, I mean, going well, back, hold on before we go any farther, I yeah. needed to ask you this question: the Infinity Stones. They're just there's just desk drawers full of Infinity Stones. They use them as paperweights in the TVA. This is another thing that makes the series so fantastic, right? What do you do with that information? I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, does, look, it does it lessen? No, not at all. Okay. But okay. I'm glad you brought this up because this leads into a point I want to talk about. You and I talked about Black Widow last week, and mm-hmm. we said, well, what does the MCU do from here? Right. Well, they answered that. We now they? know, right? <laughs> yeah. We thought, okay, Thanos, Infinity Stones, the biggest of the baddest, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I think thought. that's so anymore. No. Right? Loki says in the first episode, is this the greatest power in the universe? It has right? to be. I think it is. Look, if you control the timeline, mm-hmm. you control everything that goes on, and you know everything that goes on, mm-hmm. you know, Thanos, Infinity Stone, that's nothing. No. You could control that's all that. That's what I'm saying. Does it, like, does it diminish what happened? No, not at all, because I still think... Look, to say there's no free will in the, in the MCU, I would disagree with that. Okay. And my point being is... <laughs> How do I word this now? I have it in my head. I'm just not. Go ahead. Look, Kang can't control the whole timeline the way he does. I think there's got to be some give and take. Yeah. Right? I don't think he can steer it. And I think we'll find that out later in the future. It's not him just drawing a line and things magically falling into place like that. Well, that's why you had the TVA. Yeah. Right? To control... From from variants getting out and doing too much damage. Right? Yeah. So I think there's free will up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like this. I think, and you need to be watching on YouTube to see this visual. I think the timeline is like this wide, and you could act however you'd like within that. Yeah. But you start acting out of line, yeah. right? That spectrum. Yeah. Exactly. And that becomes. And I think variant. that's when, you know, so maybe there is a place on the sacred timeline where Thanos did win completely. Right? Yeah, because obviously the Avengers traveling back in time was part of, mm-hmm. in that spectrum, right? Because one of the first things Loki says is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not messing with time. The Avengers are. Yeah, you could smell yeah. the, the smell of two yeah. Tony Starks. So, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. So, so that doesn't diminish what happens with the I don't Avengers think so. Does it do it for you? I, I, not diminish. I mean, that's maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe more of a... Always in the back of your head. It lessens the significance of the end, like end game. See, I don't think it does because it still happened, right? But because it was supposed to. Yeah, but here's the thing: if Iron Man just said, "No, I'm never gonna invent time travel," right? Mm-hmm. Would the TVA have come in and pruned that? I don't know. Would they? See, I, I don't know either. But I would like to think no. Right? I'd like to see there. there is that spectrum, and you can act yeah. in free will within that. So what was the variant then? Would that be a variant, right? Yeah, yeah. like there would be a variant Tony Stark. Tony Stark said, no, nah, I'm not going to invent timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's interesting. 
I mean, just a theory, but yeah, we'll see. Look how many, you know, because even uh, the TVA shows, the longer you split off, the more dangerous it is. Right. And you have like the point of no return, right? Yeah. So if there's boundaries in the Nexus event, then there's got to be boundaries in the sacred timeline, right? To kind of bounce back and forth. Yeah. Now, do they do a very good job of explaining all that, or did they just completely destroy the first three phases of the MCU? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think Marvel's hey, that dumb. I don't know. Maybe they did. I mean, they. I think it's a smart move. I mean, you look at all the different timelines that are going to... The multi... You know, the, the multiverse, yeah. I now mean, anything is possible. Anything. Right? But let's not get too much into that. Okay, yet, okay, that's okay. Still, let's talk about this episode five. Right. Oh yes. The, Amazing. The multiple Loki's. Yeah. Which Loki is your favorite? <laughs> it's gotta uh, be the old Loki. Classic Loki. Classic Loki. Played by uh, Richard E. Grant. Yeah. I think oh, he fantastic. Did, I think he did a great job. He, he showed what Loki can be. Yes. Which was very, very Wanda-like. Mm-hmm. It shows that the power that Loki could have if he wasn't so wrapped up in Loki. Well, I think that was a big. Uh, character point right like you are not harnessing your full power right look he's old he's run down a little bit but Mm -hmm. look at what he was the illusion he was able to create yeah right and then he even said that you know loki's do this they do that they never reach their fullest potential and that is in who they are through their sorcery and their magic and whatnot no i agree he was an absolute standout look that whole scene is hilarious the presidential Loki. That was good. Yes, that is a comic book storyline in which yeah. Loki runs for American president in 2016 against Trump and Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Hilarious, right? <laughs> very, very comic book accurate. I might have voted for Loki. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm I just don't kidding. know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. No, but yeah, I mean, that whole episode was fantastic all full of easter eggs too oh the thanos copter yeah broken half the thor's hammer was underground somewhere Mm -hmm. not only that there was frog thor also Mm -hmm. known as throg voiced by chris hemsworth i didn't hear a voice but that's awesome there is a little yelling in the jar and stuff like that and yes chris hemsworth came in and did a little bit of voice acting for that (laughs) but there was a there's a few other things obviously avengers tower yeah is in there there's a Ronin the accuser ship there's the yellow jacket helmet there's a helicarrier I'm sure there's so much that we missed oh there's a ton yeah I'd like to go I might go back in that episode there's lists you could find on Google and stuff I found it on Instagram but like there was seriously so much that I can't even remember yeah all of it so that episode is really that's probably one of my favorite episodes. well I think that was an important one for Sylvie and Mobius because we haven't talked about Mobius in a while but he's kind of coming to the sense that he realizes that the TVA is evil mm-hmm. and that while Sylvie has you know come to this in an evil manner she is right mm-hmm. you know people in the TVA have had lives before this and they've essentially been kidnapped and they're taking away most of the free will mm-hmm. of people and they're lying and, and whatnot so Sylvie although through evil means has shown Mobius yeah the correct Which path obviously realizes it in episode five when he's in the void and after yes what's her name 
Well, that, that's in episode four, oh, right? When it gets purged. Purged or plunged. Yeah. What do they call it? Plunged or something? I think like it's that? purged. Right? It's purge. Why doesn't the TVA have something that can shoot? Why do they have to have sticks that you got to poke? <laughs> you'd think someone so advanced would have it's like the, a gun I know, or something. But it's the retro. It's the, it's the retro, right? Yeah. Hey, stick with us as we talk about the last episode from Loki here on uh, The Common Critic on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. fourth and final segment of the common critic on the fed by ravens media network going over loki and i think we've saved it enough we could finally talk about the last episode and i still don't think we have enough time oh look everything's been split off right we've met kang yes right he's a 31st century scholar realizes there's this great war great divide he gets the timeline back on track blah, blah 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 right yes jonathan majors who plays King the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Could not get enough of him. Liked it. I loved his performance. Loved okay. Loved his performance. Oh, he did really good. I was a bit, I don't know, un, <laughs> unimpressed that that was what was waiting for them. I think when, here's the thing, because he said there's going to be multiple versions of him that come. Yeah. From what I understand in the source material is this version of him is like the most laid back. Okay. He's like the most chill, Obviously, calm, right? Right. Yeah. And that there's other versions of him that are just yeah crazy psychopaths. And right? it didn't bother me. It just, Not at all. It was just kind of underwhelming, I guess. I think that, they go through all this mm-hmm. and then they get to this, right? And yeah. then the, the little time lady shows up. Miss Minutes. Oh, Miss yeah. Minutes shows up, and I was like, "Is that her?" And the, it was like, "Is she the, the the one behind all this?" And then gave me a freaking heart attack. How she pops out, man. Yeah, but then when he kind of like disappeared, stuff mm-hmm. when they tried to stab him and stuff, I thought that was that was pretty cool. It's, I think it's more difficult than people realize to play that all knowing, always knows what's going on type character. Yeah, right. He just plays them so well. The you know, I'm supposed to hate him, but I don't. Yeah, it was. He, I didn't hate him. No, no, you're like supposed to, oh. right? Because he is the obvious villain, right? I didn't get that. I didn't feel villain I, from no, him at I, all. No, I'm saying that's a good thing. Oh, okay. I am. No, I know. I'm I like he is, of course, the villain. Air quotes here, uh, right? Yeah, but he doesn't feel like that. But, yeah, right. He is, but it doesn't feel like it, which is a credit to the writing. Yeah. So is Sylvie in the wrong or in the right for killing him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I may say in the wrong, but that's that's the, that's the big question, right? Ask me in ten years <laughs> when the next three phases have passed and we see what's happened, yeah, right? Obviously, she needed to do it to create the multiverse. Yes, right. Because and she brings back free will, supposedly. Yeah, but is she going to start this insane well, yeah. war? Of course, which is what we're looking forward yeah. to. Which Loki believed mm-hmm. he believed in. King? Is that his name? Yeah, Kang. Kang. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. I'm not going to call him He Who Remains because that's way too long. Just Kang. Kang. Anyway, so he believes Kang. Yes. Yeah. Tries to stop Sylvie from killing mm-hmm. him. Has the moment of clarity and kisses mm-hmm. her and 
finally declares his love for her, which, which is, is not enough. Which is something we should talk about, right? Is that, yeah, let's talk about Is it. that considered incest? <laughs> if no, there is a no, female no. version of no. you. <laughs> no. I don't think so, no. I go back and forth. I don't know. Is it? I mean, it doesn't seem... <laughs> But it's from different, it doesn't seem normal. They're from different uh, universes. Sure, yeah, but see, I don't it's know. It's not the same. It's been. It's the first time I've ever <laughs> had to think about this. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not a normal conversation. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. In the multiverse, anything could happen. I guess. Yeah. Is she from the same bloodline? I'm assuming if you took their DNA, they'd probably have the same the DNA. Same D- I, I guess technically no, because I don't know, man. See, Why do I even bring this up? This is far know. too complicated. <laughs> Here's the most complicated thing in the show is this question of morals, right? Yeah. Here. I didn't feel like it was bad. Look, I don't feel like it's bad, but that's because maybe I'm just a sucker for Marvel. I'm like, I'm just going to go along with it. Because at least they build it up enough that mm-hmm. it didn't come out of nowhere. Because it started in episode three. Maybe, maybe it didn't feel as bad to me because Loki loves himself that much. Mm-hmm. That the only person he could really truly love is himself. I can see that. Or herself. Sylvie, Either way, right? yeah. Whatever. Itself. Well, she doesn't love, apparently love him as much as he loves her. I think she does. I think she's still blinded by her purpose. Yeah. Right. So she hasn't gone through that arc. No, I, I don't think she's gone through enough of an arc as Loki has. Cause well, I, I think she realized now. Yeah. <laughs> no, she will. And look, I think King is right. I don't think he was lying at no. all towards the end there. I think... And we already saw it splitting and all sorts of craziness happening, right? Oh, there's a lot of timelines now. Yeah, so let's talk about that. There's a lot of timelines, which means anything is possible, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which means in the MCU, throughout the entire timeline, has now been split, which means any way of thinking is correct, is canon. Would you agree? Any way of thinking is canon. If there's infinite timelines, infinite possibilities, which means if you and I come up with a new ending to end game, that's canon because there's infinite story. Yeah, I would agree with that. So that's canon. Yeah. So the theory of Ant-Man shrinking, going up Thanos's butt and expanding <laughs> to kill Thanos is, in fact, canon. Now. It, it's there somewhere. It, it, yeah. There is a timeline where, where that Thanos happened. is defeated by yeah. like that. And then there's a timeline where Don Cheadle goes back in time and just... Yep. And baby Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> it might not do anything because that's not how timelines work. And there's also one where Horror Machine goes back in time and gets sucked into the Warner Brothers serververse oh. and battles LeBron James in a game of basketball. Well, if anybody's going to tell you, it's going to be Warner Brothers. <laughs> yes, it is. They're going to advertise it. They're going to jump up on that, yeah. Don't watch Space Jam. Anyway, continue. And go ahead and watch Space Jam. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but look, so you and I, I'll bring it up again. You and I talked last week that where does the MCU go? from here i'm yes it go and the answer is wherever they freaking want how how different my point of view changed in a week yes because last week i was just like it's gonna be the same old same old but now i feel like it's gonna be here's the thing i think endless possibilities you're absolutely right makes me excited I think Marvel has developed a strong enough fan base that they could literally just do whatever they want. But here's the thing. They can do whatever they want because they've set it up properly 
Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Any other franchise tries to pull this multiverse, whatever happens, happens garbage? Nope. It's not garbage unless you're Marvel. It's not going to happen. You can't do it. It won't work. But Marvel now, all thanks to Loki, Loki has now completely changed the future course of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Yes. Absolutely at all. And I'm excited for it. I'm all here for it. Yeah. I, well, well done, Marvel. Well done. Very well done, and it's all thanks to this. Now, uh, I mentioned earlier in the show we have a few movies coming out that are already referencing that. Obviously, Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, mm-hmm. which uh, Kevin Feige said that's going to be a horror movie. Well, that, yeah, anything goes, right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't Wanda supposed to be in that? Yes. Scarlet Witch. Yes, Scarlet Witch has been confirmed to be a very, very main character. I would. I hope she's the villain, and I hope it's scary. I hope she's the villain, too. I think that'd be great. I know Doctor Strange has a villain called Nightmare, mm-hmm. and I hope she, like, opens up some portal to Nightmare coming in or something. And That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, and that's all we know is it's going to be called Quantumania, which makes me think what well, the TVA and all this is being run through yeah. the quantum realm. Yeah. And then coming this year, which is, I think, the next time we see anything about the multiverse is going to be in Spider Man at the end of this year. It is confirmed Toby Maguire yeah. is back, and Alfred Molina straight up came out and said that at the end of Spider Man 2, when Doc Ock gets thrown into the river mm-hmm. that after that he opens up a portal into the MCU he straight up said that that's awesome so oh, he doesn't yeah. die at the end of Spider-Man 2 he just gets transported to the MCU it's been confirmed Kevin Feige came out and said he's all pissed with Alfred Molina for yeah. spoiling that but yeah so there's that's that's amazing yeah it's gonna be a ride it's gonna be a ride for yeah. sure how are we feeling about our scores you said 7.6 yeah, I think it's still pretty solid. I'm still giving the 8.9. No, yeah. come on. You go That's nine. an awesome score. I really have nothing. But what did you say? If it's less than 9? I would be complaining the whole time and be all pissed off. <laughs> but you haven't. But I'm a liar. <laughs> okay. And I'm a liar. Hey, as long as you admit it, that's good. Well, hey, that's Loki, right? So uh, what's our final score? What was the average 8. one? 8.3. 8.3. Worth it all around. Go check out Loki. It's a quick six episodes. Definitely worth it. Amazing. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you to our Instagram followers. You guys have been doing awesome recently. We've been growing. Yeah. A lot of good stuff happening. Thank you to the Fed by Ravens Media Network for hosting us. Doing so great with that. Thank you. And thank you to everyone on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. You can see what we look like, for better or for worse. I didn't (laughs) do my hair today, so definitely for worse. worse. (laughs) Yeah. But we appreciate everything. And next week we got old. Old. Some M. Night Shyamalan action. Are you excited? (laughs) Rate your excitement. Scale them 1 to 10. Quickly. 7. I'll give it it a 7, too. Hey, thanks for listening. This has been Brandon and Cody with The Common Critic on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. 